You're listening to a podcast from Oasis Church Bath. To find out more about us, visit our website at www.oasisbath.org. Hello, my name is Sonia Mainstone-Cotton and this is Lessons from Lockdown. I'm doing this week's lesson. Today I'm thinking about how I'm managing in lockdown and what's the key thing for me that I'm learning and how am I coping. I'm going to tell you a little bit before I start about who I am. So um, I live just outside of Bath in a small village called Tunley, uh, which is surrounded by countryside. And my job is I'm a nurture consultant, which means I work with four and five-year-olds in school who have social, emotional and mental health difficulties. So they're often quite anxious and can be show and demonstrate some quite challenging behaviour at times. And I support them and I support their staff. A key part of everything I do is about well-being and about feelings and emotions. What I've noticed in this time of lockdown is my feelings and emotions are all over the place. So I'm very clued in to feelings and emotions and what's going on in my body and what's happening and how I'm responding to that. And I guess I've been quite surprised at how uh, varied my feelings and emotions have been. And I've realised increasingly that I need to have times of stillness and quiet contemplation to be able to help me deal with the things that are going on. Stillness and quiet is something that I engage in a lot. I I am very keen on contemplative practice, contemplative prayer, mindfulness is another term, the things that I use a lot in my faith life, in my my everyday life Um, and the stuff that I use a lot in my job. But it's become particularly important in this current time for me having that practice and the words that really come to mind around that is the phrase is the verse from psalm 46 be still and know that i am god i think this time of lockdown has shown me with all the craziness going on out there and it can feel really mad it can feel so loud It can feel overwhelming, the news, the information, what's happening. But actually finding time each day to be still, to silent those voices, to silent all that noise, to find time to just stop and be still is really important for me. I find routine very helpful. So ordinarily on a Monday to Friday, I would go swimming every morning. I get up at 5.30 and I leave the house just after six and I go to my local pool and I swim for about 20 to 25 minutes each day. And it's wonderful and I love it. And that routine and practice, I've been doing it for about eight years now and it's a massive part of my life. So not having that currently is really hard. That feels quite painful. So I've needed to replace my swimming routine with another routine. So the routine I've replaced it with is I'm still getting up at the same time each day. I'm definitely a morning person, not a night person. And I go out for a small walk for about 20 minutes and I see the sunrise and I welcome the day by watching the sunrise. 
for me it's a really beautiful time of the day there's nobody else around it isn't silent because there is the dawn chorus which is amazing but it's still and there's no there there's nobody else around in in my village at that time that I notice and it's a time where I can just stop and be and welcome the day and be aware of how I'm feeling that day and what feelings and emotions are going on for me. It's a time where I walk through the community meadow into the farmer's field below and I watch the sun coming up over the horizon. I've discovered that it's a time to see deer and hares. Didn't know we had so many deers and hares in Tunley, but we have a lot. Or it's the same ones that I keep saying, but I, I see quite a few. And that's amazing. And the beauty of standing and watching wildlife is you have to stop. You have to be still. You have to be silent. If you make a noise or you move, then they, then, then they hear you and they disappear and the moment has been lost. So if you were in my village every morning at around, it's 6.12 currently, 6.12 a.m. this morning, then, then you would find me in a field. And often I will stand in that field and I will stand tall and straight and my head will be back as the sun is rising. And I can almost sense the sun coming at me. It's a beautiful, amazing feeling. And it's bringing me... It's bringing me joyful moments. It's bringing me a sense of calmness that I feel like I really need right now. And while I'm in that space, I'm often using a phrase called say hello to. There's a, a Irish poet and theologian called Podrick Otuma, who I'm really keen on. I find his words really helpful. I love his poetry and I must admit I absolutely love his voice. It's a beautiful voice. He's very soothing to listen to. But one of the things he talks about is using a phrase called say hello to. And it's about recognising and acknowledging the feelings and emotions that are going on. That's a phrase I use quite often. Often when I'm in the meadow I will stand there and say in my own head, say hello to fear, say hello to anger. Say hello to calm. Say hello to whatever it is that's going on in that moment. And that feels like a prayerful act as much as anything else. So I'm recognising what's happening. I'm recognising those feelings and emotions that I have and what's going on for me and what's happening in my body. And I feel like I'm lifting that to God. As I said earlier, contemplative practice is really important to me. Contemplative prayer. So my prayer life doesn't really involve saying words very often anymore. Sometimes I might say a few, sometimes I might use the Jesus prayer, but mostly I say nothing. It's about being in a space, knowing that God is there and being there with God and being still. But the saying hello to phrase, I feel like is almost a way of lifting that to God, lifting those feelings and emotions and recognising those and lifting them to God in that moment. I think that would be my recommendation for this time. 
is to find some time in your day where you can recognise what's going on in your body, recognise those feelings and emotions that you're feeling and know that they are okay, whatever they are, and they may change rapidly and that's okay. But also to find some time where you can be still and silent. And if that's a new practice for you, something maybe you could try is go outside. If you don't have an outdoor space, open a window, take a deep breath in and then let it out and then do that again and then look around you and notice notice three things around you that capture your attention maybe listen and hear three things that capture your attention really be in that moment of noticing that will help to bring you some calmness and if feelings and emotions are something that you're interested in I heard a really good podcast this morning by Brené Brown and she's interviewing Dr. Mark Brackett. And Brenny Brown's podcast is called Unlocking Us. So if you go onto your podcast, people, and you'll find one there. And he talks about the importance of gauging in feelings and emotions. That's an area that I'm fascinated by anyway. But in this current time, that feels really important. So those would be my two learning points that I would share. Find some stillness time. And find some time to stop and recognise and notice what's happening for you and what's going on and how that's making you feel. And be kind to yourself. Be kind to those feelings. Be kind to yourself in recognising what that's all about. I hope that you can find some time to do that. I hope you can find some time and opportunity to be still, to be still and know that God is there. You're listening to a podcast from Oasis Church Bath. To find out more about us, visit our website at www.oasisbath.org.